It's Shula. And Iran, our mom hostess show, and today we are here taking over for the special 300th episode. Yes, you are here. Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a mixed language podcast hosted by me, Jen Hemphill, to help you become the reign of your money and love your dinero more. If you are needing some inspiration and encouragement at this very moment, you have come to the right place. Gracias por compartir este tiempo conmigo. Now let's jump in to today's Dose of Money Confidence. You may be used to hearing from our mom, but today we will be hosting the show. It's not an often opportunity that we get to take over the show, but we're happy to do it for this special 300th episode. Welcome to the Her Dinero Matters podcast and a special 300th episode celebration. I am her youngest son, Jalil, and I am interested in coding and basketball. And I'm Iran, the oldest. I'm known to call my mom down. And she gets out of line. But I do appreciate this podcast a lot, especially going into my college years and the financial education that comes from it, especially as my mom raising me. Today, we're going to turn the tables and interview her. Are you ready, mom? I am ready and maybe a little nervous. Who knows what you two are up to today? All right. My first question is, what is the episode that you're most proud of? The episode I am most proud of. I would like to say all of them because I've been really grateful to have the guests that I've had and the opportunities that I have. But when I think of, for me personally, the episode that I'm most proud of, it comes down to two because you know I'm about family. The first one that comes to mind is the one that I did with just your dad because you boys know how private your dad is. You boys know he's not on social media. He won't touch Facebook, Instagram, any of that. So when I asked him to come on the show, I was actually expecting a no. I thought I would have to warm him up to really come on my show. And he said yes. And so that was really meaningful for me because we talked about finances as a couple. And you boys will later on learn, or I'm sure you are aware a little bit now that in couples, it's hard to talk about money. So for him to come on the show and really talk about money with me in terms of our relationship and the challenges that we have had, that meant a lot. And then the other one, you all and I recorded an episode in the car. Do you remember that for the fifth anniversary of the podcast? So that was fun because I was like, this is the first time the four of us are going to record an episode. And that meant a lot to me because I know you all, you both all mean the world to me. And for y'all to say, yes, let's support like you're doing today. It's just really meaningful. So that's for me personally. And that also helps me to not pick favorites amongst guests because <laughs> that makes it hard. So I would say those are the ones that I'm most proud of because you, as my family, you support me. You've supported me all these years in doing this podcast and me telling you and hearing, seeing my text 
okay, I'm recording now. Please keep the sounds down. And so that has been really meaningful. It's pretty cool to hear about the episodes that you have found meaningful and the many episodes that you have recorded. And of course, 300 now. Now, moving on to my next question. What is a win a listener shared with you that has touched you? The first one that comes to mind, well, first of all, I have to say when listeners get in touch with me, especially if they haven't worked with me because I've done coaching, I don't do as much coaching anymore. But when listeners get in touch with me and share what they have done as a result of the podcast, it just really means a lot to me. And one in particular that comes to mind is a couple that basically they had been listening to the podcast and I had been in touch with her via email because she shared some of her challenges. But as a result of listening to the podcast, she took some things that she learned from the podcast and got themselves in a situation where they were financially in a bad spot with credit and really their ultimate goal was to be able to buy a home. And because of their financial situation for a long time, that was a real challenge with their credit. They had really gone through some challenges in terms of health, which put them in a bad financial spot. As a result, they were able to really better their credit. They were able to manage their money better and put themselves in a position where they could qualify for a mortgage and and start looking for a home. So just hearing listeners share those wins really means a lot because it's easy to listen to podcasts. It's easy to take something and learn, but really the big part is when you apply it. And so when you hear things like that, it means a lot because they're not just listening, but they're taking what they're listening, applying it and achieving results, which is fantastic. It's great to hear the great impact you're podcast is making in many, many people's lives. Thank you. It's just nice to hear this. these different people have experienced different things and started to improve themselves. Thanks, Jalil. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's cool to see the impact you're making. And of course, that's making in his job and seeing that, especially getting older now and having to decide on what I want to do in my future. But having those values of, you know, I want to make a positive impact too. It's cool to have those role models in my life. You know, the idea here is to have a conversation, not to make me cry <laughs> with your comments. Thank you. I love you both so much. So next question is, who is your dream guest? My guest would have to be Michelle Obama. <laughs> I think you both know me so well. Yes, I love Michelle Obama. And that would be like an absolute dream come true. So Michelle Obama, Miss Obama, if you're listening, I would love to have you on the show. Chances are she isn't. But if you are or someone that knows her, I would love to have her on the show. Yeah, she is the epitome of like who I would want to have on the show just because how classy she is, what she is about as a human being. And I would love to have her on the show. So I think that would be like the dream guest. But I have some other thoughts of guests who I would love to have that just arrange a guest because when I think of Latinas that I would like to have as a guest or guests in terms of whether they're celebrities or famous people, I think of people like Sonia Sotomayor 
who is a Supreme Court justice, and the level of achievement that she has reached. I would love to really interview her and hear more about her background, because here in this podcast, we talk about our money stories, how we grew up around money, what we saw, what we heard, and it would be really, really neat to hear her money story and see how it impacted the course of her life her career. I think that would be so beautiful just to get to hear. And I also, just for fun, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, I think she's such a hard worker. I'm a fan. I mean, I can't say I'm her biggest fan, not like Michelle Obama, but I think because of her work ethic, it would be really interesting to interview her and hear her money story as well. And other people like Jessica Alba, America Ferrero, who does a lot of activism. I think it would be fantastic to get to know her and interview her. So those are just some thoughts. But really, of course, Michelle Obama tops it all, as you both know. It's great to hear that my prediction was correct, but it was interesting hearing about the other people that I did not really think of. Yep. Your mom has some surprises always, huh? What have you enjoyed the most about doing this podcast? I think for me, the level of growth that I've had in terms of everything that I've learned, because when I started this podcast, yes, I wanted to teach people about money, but I knew, and I've always been very transparent that I don't know it all. And I I don't think anyone knows it all. So I think the lessons and just the growth that I've had of what I've learned about money, but even more importantly, the relationships that I have built, the uh, people that I have gotten to meet, the women that I've gotten to interview and just learn from them. Because I've said in the past, and I've always have said that I feel like, yes, I have this platform to teach and bring others to really relay that message of confidence of taking control of your money. But I feel like at times that I get more than I'm giving out just because I receive so much joy. I build those relationships and it's just, there's it's so meaningful to be able to have this podcast to get to know and and really learn from others because that learning as your dad and I are always telling you, it's just a journey that you're always taking. So that's what I think what I enjoy the most. What do you see happening in the next 300 episodes? Oh, next 300. Well, I would definitely like to continue on on to the next 300. But when I think of the next 300, I think of more expansive growth in terms of who's listening to the podcast. And so I would love, I mean, my dream would be, yes, continue doing this podcast, but hopefully there's a company out there that would be interested in really maybe the term is licensing this podcast to a company that is aligned with my values, with my mission, with my message. That I think would be a dream come true because I can only reach people so much, but having a company that has more expensive reach and is aligned with my values and is aligned with what I do, that would really be ideal. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see the impact that could 
come from being able to expand your audience. And of course, you're always working towards that and the impact's already coming. So, you know, the, the continuous work I think pays off eventually and you just keep working towards it. It'll happen. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Moving on to a big question that I think would be interesting to hear is what really got you into starting the podcast? Well, it goes back to when I started this journey of being a business owner. I knew, well, I didn't know a lot of things, but what I knew is I had to do something to allow people to get to know me and to get to know the value that I brought. I was told the way to do that was to do a blog. And I wasn't able to be consistent in writing blog posts, really to create content that people could consume and learn from. And yes, I tried, I was thinking, well, maybe YouTube, but I wasn't able again to be consistent. And when I learned about podcasting, I thought this is something I can do. I can get behind the mic. I don't have to write and check for grammar errors and it's done. But of course, podcasting is not just like that. It's more than getting behind the mic. So that's why I was looking for a way to create content so people can get to know me and trust me because blogging was not it for me. It's nice to hear the how you really got first here and what really led you to making the decision to start this journey. That is all the questions I have. Do you have any any other questions, Jan? I think the question I have is more to do with, I guess, the transition of the podcast and being more Latina-like focused. So I wanted to hear about what made you towards making that decision and how that has shifted your perspective or how you view the podcast and its goals. I like that. Well... Of course, this podcast was originally Her Money Matters, and it was Her Money Matters from about when I started in mid-2015 to sometime, I think it was June 2019, where I completely transitioned. But the itch, if you will, started in 2018, because when I started Her Money Matters, there wasn't a lot of people, I knew I wanted to serve women. And there wasn't a lot of podcasts that were talking directly to women about finances. And I am always of the belief that you want to serve where you're needed, right? And I felt that was where I was needed at the time. And 2018 came about. And even though when I was doing Her Money Matters, I talked about being Latina, I talked about being from Colombia, I talked about not having the so perfect English and how I make up words. And you all know how I mispronounce words at times. And before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. I talked about that. So they were clear. And I was realizing that, and at that time, there was more podcasts and content that was towards women and money. And I realized, well, here I am as a Latina. Yes, I have Her Money Matters, but there's such a need 
and the Latino, the Latinx culture or community in the United States for someone to teach personal finance. And what I mean by that is not just teach personal finance, but teach it in a way that really resonates and connects because you're going to be at more to listen to someone who looks like you, who knows, who really truly understands you. And that was really important to me because I saw that as a need that wasn't being fulfilled. And so that was back in 2018. But I was at a moment where Her Money Matters was really thriving. And so I decided to create a second podcast. I don't don't know if you remember, boys. I was doing two podcasts at one time, (laughs) one in Spanish and one in English. It was called Su Dinero Importa. And I was doing that. So I was doing two weekly podcasts. That was back in 2018. And at the end of the year, I was basically burnt out. But because I was so grateful to my Her Money Matters listeners, I felt like I was quitting on them. And I didn't feel good about that. But I knew that I couldn't sustain doing two podcasts. So I had to make a decision. So I decided, well, let me do instead of soothing it or importa, I started transitioning and doing English and some Spanish, and that became Herding It Matters. But I was still having the Her Money Matters, and it just wasn't sustainable. Of course, my original listeners from Her Money Matters were super supportive, but it was just me feeling that guilt of just quitting on them, which that was just my own feelings. It wasn't their feelings necessarily. And so again, I decided to do her dinero matters because it was a need that wasn't being met. And I felt I would be the one for the job. And now there's multiple podcasts for Latinas by Latinas about personal finance. And so I'm really excited to see that and excited to know that I was one of the first to start podcasting for Latinas. That for me, that was the importance is just going to where I feel the calling of a community that needed to be served. And it's been fantastic because the feedback that I've gotten is this is the first time someone's talking to me, understands me, and understands our challenges. So that is why now you know. I think it's really interesting that you helped to pave that way. And it's always important to look out for community and those need in a sense where we need to continue to bring everyone up in education and knowledge and resources. And so being able to do that in your own life, I think is really cool. Well, thank you. Well, I know you all have been interviewing me. I know you both have been asking me questions, but I would love to ask you both a question because I know, Edan, you mentioned and you hinted at earlier the beginning of the show, how the influence that your dad and I have had. And I'm curious to know, knowing what I do, teaching people about money, I'm curious what, and be truthful, be truthful. This is about just being real. You know me. What have you learned from your mom? What is that one biggest lesson that you have learned about money? Who wants to take it away first? I'm curious. I think I can start, especially since I'm in college now and I'm starting to manage more of my money on my own, even though, of course, having you as my mom, I was already working on those skills throughout high school and even earlier than that. But especially now, 
being on campus by myself and having the management on my own, I think those are the biggest takeaways and, and saving and, and seeing my friends and, and people around me, not necessarily growing up with those skills or those lessons and now being able to help them in some ways and give them tips and advice from what you've given to me is kind of cool to have that knowledge and those advantages and being able to continue to spread that message. People my age or in my sphere of influence. Thank you. How about you, Jola? I'm just curious. And you can say absolutely nothing, mom. I have learned nothing if you want to. <laughs> it's about being real. I guess maybe just thinking more about really what's important and really what I actually want and how it can like serve longer term or just really if when if when I should get something, especially when I was younger, you're wanting when you're younger, you tend to want more things. Yep. Well, thank you. And for those of you listening, I wanted to ask that because honestly, I'm very hard on myself as a parent. And I wanted to see the boys didn't know I was going to ask them this question. But I wanted to see what they have taken away. Because as a parent, I always ask myself, have I done enough? And so I just wanted to see like what they have taken away. And again, they didn't know I was going to ask them this question. It was just something that I thought of just to see, like, I'm curious, what have you learned? So it makes me feel good that you have taken away. And I wanted to share a story <laughs> and they don't know I was going to do that too. But one of the things that I have observed, I remember when Iran was, he must have been, I think he was in maybe fifth grade or sixth grade. And I'll never forget this because they were wanting to buy some books at school from those book sales that they do. I don't remember what they're called. And so I gave Aidan some cash. I think it was like $20 or something like that. And he came back with a ton of books. And I'm thinking, how in the world did you do this? And he's like, well, it was buy one, get one half off. And the boy, that time a boy, he's a young man now, he went in I wouldn't have had the patience to do this, but he went and looked at the different price points of the books and make sure he got the most bang out of his buck for that buy one, get one half off because it was incredible. And I will always remember that because I don't even have that patience to even do that. So that made me smile. And I know with Jalil, it was interesting what you mentioned, Jalil, because there's been times where you've been wanting to buy stuff. And sometimes I tell you, why don't you think about it? Or other times I'm like, okay, go ahead and purchase it. And then later on, you'll tell me, mom, maybe I shouldn't have purchased this. <laughs> because you realize that maybe you, you just didn't want it. And so and you've stated that. So it's pretty neat to see that. But I have seen you grow in that because now maybe you want to purchase, but you really take some time to analyze that purchase to see if it's something you want or not. So I wanted to share that. All right. So Jalil and I hope you enjoyed this change and thank you for joining and celebrating 300 episodes on the Heard the Nettle Matters podcast. Congrats, mom. Thank you. And Jalil, do you know what the next episode is for next week? You will be meeting Latina author Julissa Arce to discuss her latest book called You Sound Like a White Girl, The Case for Rejecting Assimilation. 
Thanks again for joining us, and make sure to come back again next week. Yes, and next week it is back to normal with her mom. Don't forget to check out the show notes at jenhimple.com slash 300. Ciao. 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 Thank you so much, boys, for doing this. I appreciate it. This was fun. Wow, you made it all the way to the end. Thank you, and you're still listening. And because of that, I wanted to let you know that Financially Strong Latina is here again this year, and you can register now at financiallystronglatina.com. That is financiallystronglatina.com. It is free again this year, thanks to the sponsorship of AARP.